Welcome back to Bear With Me. The Boston Bruins are now, your ears are not deceiving you, 36-5-2. and two, And that puts them first in everything, obviously. I'm Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing swell. How are you doing, Joey? I'm doing all right, dude. Let me ask you this. Yes. Are we willing to crown New York as a hockey town? No. Well, no. Because I think the energy, specifically at Madison Square Garden, but in you know, both yeah, of those games. I take that back. Yeah, I take that back. Yeah, I, I would. I think it might be. It's, no, like, it's going to beat them. How can you not? Yeah, that's, I, I don't know. I might know. I think it's because I don't like New York, but... <sighs> I yeah, mean, people I, will say this the this old adage of like, well, when the Knicks are good, New York is a basketball city. And it's like, well, the Knicks haven't been good since 92. Yeah, it's so not like I, the running joke. <laughs> the yeah, so I don't think that that really applies. And like, beyond that, bro, I mean, football's football. It's going to be king. In, hey, in Wait, don't they have like three football teams? I mean, if you include Buffalo, the Bills, I guess, the Jets, like, and whom else? The Giants. Yes. But I mean, the bills are seven and a half hours away from the city. So that's I wouldn't, I wouldn't. But it's like saying the Patriots play in Boston. It's like saying the Patriots play on in Montreal. It's really (laughs) not close at all. But uh, I don't know. A lot of energy coming out of these games. I guess the, the Philadelphia game as well, just kind of a tour of the greater Metro New York, uh, Eastern seaboard area for the bees an aggregate score of 13 to two in these three games. <laughs> Holy shit. Just oh hearing that three games, 13 to two. Is, I think this episode is just going to kind of be us being like, damn, these Bruins are good. Yeah. Honestly, we were just talking about that. This is not going to be like one of our more typical blow by blow kind of covers of the games. This is going to be a more general, uh, approach to these three games and then kind of there's just been a lot going on in the league so there's just kind of a lot to talk about we we haven't done an episode in a little bit uh the last one we covered was the, the toronto game which was about a week ago yeah um, yeah it has been a little bit it has been a little bit so apologies to folks i will take the uh take the fall there as i have good because it's your fault no. <laughs> it is my fault because <laughs> life dude life comes at you fast what is that what 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 ad uh, campaign? ferris bueller Life comes at you fast. If you don't stop around, stop to look around, you might miss it or something. I've never seen Ferris Bueller. What the? What's you're you? You're a film major. Dude. You're a film. You went to film school. And you haven't seen The Godfather Part Eight. That's what I get. That's my life. You you're a film major and you haven't seen this one movie that I saw one what else time. Have you, you've never seen The Princess Bride either. I've never seen. It. Well, I you know saw what? I just... it. But I was in seventh grade at a sleepover, so I didn't really watch it. Well, that's cute. You know what I just watched for the first time and what? adored? It was uh, When Harry Met Sally. I've been meaning to watch that. It's but I so think... good. It's a great I don't want to do movie. romance movies. It's kind of, it's it's just more funny. Like, there, it's there. that's kind of the core of it is the romance. But, like, it's just a very unique movie. Like, I don't know how to compare it to any other movie. Like, it's, there's just something about how it's structured um, I don't know. It's just it really stuck out to me. I, I really, really enjoyed it. I just love Billy Crystal. I think he's so funny. Now, is and Meg that a Ryan different is movie than Sleepless in Seattle. Those two not even movies. those don't they do both have Meg Ryan. That's what I'm confusing. Okay. And then there's uh sense. you've got Mail, which is Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Much I, like yeah. Sleepless in Seattle. That makes sense why I'm thinking of those three movies in the same because it's Meg Ryan category, because it's the three Meg Ryan movies. Correct. 
I also watch uh, A League of Their Own again because that's just a very good movie. I'm not a big baseball movie guy in general. I don't understand you, man. Like I don't. I don't get me either. I don't get me either. People try to get me gifts, dude. It's hard to get me gifts. Get me, get me bees tickets. That's if you if you love me, get me bees tickets. Let's go to a game soon. I was gonna honestly just be like, well, what, are you, what are you doing Sunday? Busy. Fuck. Sunday's like the first game that I've ha- I have tickets for for the first time in probably like six weeks. It's been a long time since I've. That's been the, the Sharks game. Correct. Which is like a scheduled win because the Sharks suck. Yeah. And I just need to boo Carlson. I think that's what it comes down to. I hope I'm not alone. I probably will be. What? I don't know. What is it? Just that he wins the Norris? Is it's kind of like... just turning into this running joke. Like I don't. It, it's it really it originated from the fact that he was the poster child for the Norris Trophy being so off track. Right. That he's just shouldering all of that hatred I have. I truly have, and then honestly, kind of part. It's was it twenty. 16 playoffs where we got knocked out by the centers in the first round. And he had that really I, iconic, I like it might've been 17 dude. I think 16. They, 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 that was the year they didn't make it because of uh, the flyers missed, game because of game 82. Years. They missed it two years. In yeah, I think it was 15 and 16. Two of my four years in college. They didn't go to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, 14 was when they knocked I, out that, Detroit in the first round. That was the first year Detroit was in the East, and then they lost mm-hmm. to Montreal in seven games, where Subban had that, like, I'm going to take all of the energy out of that crowd quote. 20, 2016, I cried in front of my art school girlfriend for the first time ever when uh, the Flyers won that game and the, and the Bees lost, which is like their only path to not make the playoffs. And, yeah. She was like, you know, I've, I've, we've been dating for months. I've never, I've never seen you cry. And I was like, well, here it is. You've never Are seen you Bruins get now? knocked out of playoff contention before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always a fun little thing when you start dating somebody new and you're like, you're going to understand how much I care about sports, particularly yeah. the bees. Yeah, you're going to understand, but like you won't until you're in it. And like I can tell you, it's the fever pitch thing. It's like, no, I live and breathe this team. Like, do you okay. not like fever pitch either? No, that's the thing. You I do. love fever pitch. I do too. That's Everybody like, hates I, fever pitch. Really, I love fever pitch. Why do people? Is it just because like it's? Oh, it's a. Uh, I think people think I'm it's a, corny. That's honestly that's what that noise was translating to. Yeah, but I which it is, but like it works. I that's think. what I want. I don't yeah, want like, like a I don't know baseball movie about or any sport movie about like, and this is how we overcome. I, yeah, the only exception to that Honeyball. being miracle because no. it's a fucking true story, well, dude. That's I thought you were gonna go with another baseball movie. How do you feel about Moneyball? I like Moneyball because it doesn't take itself. Okay, you like baseball movies. Like we're 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 batting <laughs> above five hundred right now. Like I've never seen the Sandlot. Isn't that crazy, dude? Like I don't, I don't know. I don't get me. Either. I tell people that you're my friend. Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm making. You and look then I bad, look you know? like an asshole. Like, yeah, I know. I'm this is Joe. Up. He's never seen the Sandlot. Don't bring it up. It really makes Rob angry. <laughs> <laughs> People, I mean, I got like some real hate comments this past year when I admitted I had never seen the Sandlot. Honestly, I could totally see uh, s- supporters of certain podcasts being like really losing their shit about that. 
there were there were supporters of a podcast that's not my own that were on well, that, Reddit making posts about like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, that were like, did you hear? I've googled your name and reddit.com. I've read the comments. Yeah, yeah check I, it out. I, it's a there's a lot of yeah, search Capone on. I was Reddit wrapping my hands. I was ready to fight somebody. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, people are not people are not my fan. Every time my ego's getting a little high, I search my name on Reddit. <laughs> that always kind of does it for me. Anyway, anywho, anyhow, the Sox played the Flyers. Now, have the Flyers been in the news at I'm all? Sorry, who Rob? played? I'm sorry, who played? Who played? Did the I played this. Did I say the Sox? You did. I mean, your job is to cover the Red Sox, so we'll give you a pass. Listen, my job is to collect unemployment. My job <laughs> is to do this show. The Boston uh, Bruins, who yeah, sometimes they, wear socks on their feet, is what I meant. Uh, they they, they wore a Red Sox uniform. You're good. They uh, they played the Flyers, who uh, had been 9-9-6 nine, nine, and six on the road up to that point. Uh, and they just got their doors blown off. 6-0 game. In the two times they've played the Flyers, their aggregate score is now 10-1. to <laughs> <laughs> oh! I get so distracted in these games because I just like want a live feed of John Tortorella's, Tortorella's reaction to everything because that's all I really care about. Right. Because I just don't care about the Flyers. They're you know, like the Flyers occupy a weird space in my brain in like my hockey fandom where it feels like I should hate them more or they should mean anything to me. I know I know yeah. I missed those play that that playoff series. I know I missed it. And I'm sure if I was around for it I would really fucking hate them. I don't even think so dude. I think it, I think to acquire the level of hate that like our fathers might have for the flyers. You had to be around in, in the seventies and the eighties, the broad street bullies. Like you need the broad street bullies. And like, I don't, I don't have that either. I grew up. I think when I think of the flyers, this is such a specific fucking thing. This doesn't matter at all. Nobody's going to care about this. I think of this NHL chess set that I had. Oh, and like all the pieces had different logos on them. And I remember the Flyers logo just standing out to me as a kid. And I remember telling my dad, like, I really like this one just based off of the colors and the logo. And my dad being like very no. stern, but like, no, we <laughs> no, do not don't. like that no, one. You don't. You do not. Might as well put on a tutu. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. You go outside he, running with the a dirt. sternness that only a disappointed father could muster up. <laughs> And uh, from that point on, I realized like, I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to feel angry at this team. And I I look at them, and like you said, I feel relatively nothing, especially yeah. over the last, what, 10 years? Well, yeah, like, I mean, I, it's, yeah, like, I got nothing for them. We haven't played them in the playoffs in a long time. Like, they're always just been kind of, as long as I've been watching, like, pretty mediocre team. Mm-hmm. Like, not bad, but, like, just, like, middle, lower side of average. I mean, they um, gave Swayman a shutout. They sure did, dude. We can just jump right into Swayman. Swayman's back. Swayman's Swayman back. back. Like we're talking like rookie year. Like who the fuck is this kid? Swayman is back. 
What was is, the stat? You tweeted it. What was the stat? Oh, uh, so Jack, when so the when the goal was allowed in the Rangers game towards the mm-hmm. end of the game, I think it was like with less than five to go. Jack said that Swayman went 158 minutes and 42 seconds between allowing goals. That is approaching three straight games. Oh God. So that's like letting in a goal in the first, shutting out two and three, getting a shutout, and then shutting out one and two. And it would, if had he got that shutout against uh, the Rangers, it would have been the first back-to-back shutout for the Bruins since Tuukka Rask in, I think, t- April 2013. Wow. Which, of course, that guy too sucked. Good. Yeah, too. Tuukka Rask. No Timmy. No Timmy. No cups. I, uh, how I watched this. The, I watched it. Sorry, I, I got to go on a Tuka rant real quick. Please do. A video came up on my YouTube feed. I'm a YouTube fiend. I watch a lot of YouTube late at night. And it was basically, I think it was just titled like, does Tuka Rask deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? And it was like a 10 minute video of emphatically being like, yes, <laughs> like, like <laughs> beyond a doubt by every metric possible. Yes, like absolutely he should. It's not a it's not a conversation. It's just like, and again, we've, I think we've brought this up. It's just a litmus test. If I'm trying to get like a feel for someone's like hockey knowledge or really Bruins knowledge, mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you think about Tuca? And anything short of he's fucking amazing. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, there's like some things that like are not subjective. Like yeah. there's a lot of shit that like you can go one way or another on. But for you to say that Tuca was not good or does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm like, all right, you're wrong. Like, that's honestly the Hall of Fame might be kind of entering that subjective area a bit more than just saying he's bad because that's you have nothing to support that. I'm sorry, you don't. <laughs> like, you just don't. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, the people who say that always say like, well, in big moments, you know, when did he come up in big moments? All the time. That's it. All the that's goddamn time. His playoff numbers are insane. Like, well, when just, they he couldn't get him, out of where Thomas was he? a shout. You know, he, they, he's not Tim on. Thomas. That's it. That's why people don't like him because he's not Tim Thomas. That's it. Tim and Thomas like, yeah. is American. You know that? Oh, dude, Tom, I, I forget how fucking good Tim Thomas was sometimes. He was American, too. Too important. It's important to remember. So hand up, hand up, hand up. You've said this phrase a couple of times, and I've uh-huh. loved it, and I've used it, but I don't even know what it means. What's a what's a litmus or a litmus test? A litmus. L-I-T-M-U-S. It's I thought basic... it was L-I-T-N-E-S-S. I thought you were saying it's a it's a test on how lit somebody is. It, it could be. It's I'm gonna I Google the definition, honestly. Um, so it's I think it's actually a chemistry thing where it tests acidity or uh something else. Um, litness, how, how, lit, how lit of chemical is. You got to get off that, man. Uh, <laughs> it's it's basically a question that you ask someone whose answer will be really indicative of how you'll feel about them. It's like if someone if you ask some if you ask Me. someone, what do you think about the MacGruber movie? That's a litmus test. If they say they okay. love it, you you got you immediately have a strong feel for that person's sense of humor. Right. OK. So it's like when I say it's a litmus test for a Bruins fan. For if it, it's just like you're gonna fall on one side or the other, and I'm kind of gonna make an informed opinion on the rest of you based right. on your answer. Okay, all right. So it's a great insight into their entire yeah. brain. Were you in trying to lean that into the "It's Always Sunny" quote too? 
what quote? Like you keep using this, this this word jabroni. I love it. <laughs> like I'm wearing my fight yeah. milk shirt. So <laughs> check that out. Four good bodyguards by bodyguards. I drink it every day so I can fight like a crow. Yeah, I'm just I'm just steering it all back to this Philly game because that's the game everybody's really here to hear about. Um, uh, but yeah, back to two Spain. Zaka goals. Yeah, dude signs a contract and he's just like, by the way, I'm worth it. Like. Yeah, probably would have been better to announce the contract after this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was so funny time. Uh, the timing was funny. I, I, I honestly, I, I forget who it was. Somebody put out an analysis of like all of the players making or all of the players who were like were like making about 50 points a year. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Or who are putting up about 50 points a year. And it's right. like a very slim amount of them we're making under $5 million and like not even slim, but like not the majority. And most of them were on their rookie year contract. Mm-hmm. So like we have Zaka for his production at a really good price. I will tell you who fucking hates Bobble Zaka and they waste no time to tell you about it is uh devil's fans. They need everyone to know that he sucks. They mm-hmm. won't let it go. And I, think I mean, he was so a funny. what? He was a, fourth overall pick right yeah he yeah i think he was early first round yeah so i get the frustration that he's not what you expected but like hockey drafts are strange bro hockey drafts are hit or miss yeah it's like after the first 10 to 20 it's like who knows yeah but but yeah he was who knows i mean the first two are really like you really banking on this being somebody after that it's such a toss-up he was I mean, a six overall pick i mean in the 2015 the infamous 2015 draft david poster my dude 25th was drafted in the 24th or 2020 jesus h christ 2014 NHL draft. He was drafted 25th overall. Let me give you a list of 24th. people who were drafted ahead of David Pasternak. Let's hear it. Jared McCann. Don't know him. Connor Bleakley. Don't know him. Uh, Kasperi Kapanen. Okay. Yes. But still, even the fact that you know him doesn't mean that he's better than him. Robbie Fabry. Oh, he's good. He's not pasta good, but he's good. Nick Schmaltz. Tony D'Angelo. Moving on. Alex Tuck. Travis Sanheim. Tuck I like a lot, actually. Tuck's yeah, Tuck really is, Tuck Tuck's is a good, very good he's player. Not, he's not better no, than David no, Pasternak. Dude, I like Buffalo a lot this year. Travis Sanheim, Sony Milano, Dylan Larkin, Julius Honka. That's um, a great name. Julius Honka. Yeah. Awesome name. Yeah, it's a great name. Uh, and then Nick Ritchie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, and then, dude, Hayden Flurry, Jake Vertinen, Michael Del Cole, Sam Bennett. We're just listing names now. I mean, these are, dude, you just don't know. It is such, and like, the thing is, like, even with with what's going on right now with Bedard. Yeah. It's like, it's giving me shades of um, Lafreniere. Ooh, expand on that. Where it feels like it's a thin draft. Okay. And it feels like the top prospect 
is an obvious number one. And I think although his numbers are crazy in the league that he's in, people are starting to say he's going to be McDavid 2.0, Matthews 2.0, that he's going to be another one of them. And that's what people said about Lafreniere. There was the Lafreniere sweepstakes. Who is going to land him? And now we see how that has gone. I'm not saying that this kid is bound to be a bust. I'm just saying there are there is a concrete example of somebody who was in this exact same boat and landed in a very different place than he was expected to. And I just think putting putting any concrete stock into somebody like that is not a smart move. As a fan of a team that is literally never going to get Bedard, mm-hmm. it is fun to think about the idea of him not branding out the way he is because it's it, the discussion is just nothing but oh it's McDavid again. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, like his numbers in the league he's in right now, like support that because it's and honestly even just the eye test. Like if you ever just like watch clips of him, his skating ability is like alarmingly good for a seventeen year old. <laughs> like. And then his shot alone, like, I, I really don't think he will bust. It's just fun to imagine that he would. Um, I kind of forget that Darlene was a number one draft. I forgot that it was yeah. like the falling for falling for Dolan or falling for Darlene, whatever they were trying to go yeah, for. Yeah, it was, was kind of There's always funny. something. And I also remember when it was like McDavid and Eichel. And like, they were kind of being put at equal levels. Where they're like, who's going to go first? Probably McDavid. Who's going to go first? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's funny to think about it now. <laughs> Dude, Bruce I mean, Cassidy's I mean, comment about Eichel. In the, yeah, yeah. I would, I, that's one of my notes, actually. I was, I was just going to say that 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 same draft that we were just talking about, the pasta draft. Yep. That the Buffalo Sabers, who you were just speaking of, mm-hmm. took Sam Reinhart. Over Leon Dreisaitl. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun to go back and do this shit. Like, it's, there's always it's there's just a never-ending list. I mean, the Bruins drafted Jordan Caron in the first round. Like, Jesus. We all make mistakes. I mean, go back to the 2015 draft where people are like, people need to get off Sweeney for that. Like, no, absolutely not. That no. Was a, we got Jake. We got Jake. We also got Sinitian and Zaboral. I kind of forgot that that's when we got Zaboral, honestly. Who we might be seeing soon. Um, but yeah, finally, dude, you, I, you eight years later, baby. Oh here he God. is. Oh my god, it is eight years. I remember where I was when that draft was happening. Um, but you sent me the thing about Bruce's comment about Eichel. Yeah, and so uh for our listeners, you're gonna have to wait a second while I bring it up. It, it's it's just like I, how did you phrase it? It's just like it's Bruce being Bruce again. Yeah, like, I'm um, sure this will go well this time. Yeah, uh, he said Jack Eichel, Jack Eichel not meeting expectations lately. Does yeah. Eichel strike you as the kind of guy who will like handle that well, or like would appreciate him being put on blast like that? I hear a strong. I when I read that, I heard just a "fuck you" from him, <laughs> like that, like yeah. nothing short of that. Yeah, it's and it's, and then we can honestly go into straight. Straight into the conversation about how are people still not understanding exactly how much this team wanted Bruce gone? 
I, dude, I mean it when I when I said to you, I think that was today, right? Yeah. I said to you today, are we the only people that have said that? Like, it wasn't like, like we're thinking that's what it was. It's what it was. I'm telling you, bro. That we is what know. happened. We know that is what happened. He was the yelling at guys in the locker room, Bruce and back. people were yelling at him back, being like, you don't talk to him that way. He players lost that took, locker room. Players took Bruce out of the room to say, you are handling this team wrong. That Jake when Depress Bruce wanted left, to leave the it team. was partially, if not pretty heavily, influenced by player feelings. Yes. This is like, I understand at the time, we, we had a reaction that was like uh, pretty dumbfounded about Bruce leaving. We didn't get it. And then we heard. And like, I just feel like nobody else is talking about it. I don't know. It had to have gotten out other places. It had to have. So I but don't know why not. people are. I mean, this is all stemming from the fact that David Krejci had a quote this week. Yeah. Yep. Where he said, obviously, the coaching change is a good thing. I don't even thing. think he said, obviously. I think he just said the coaching change helped. And then yeah. like people were like, oh, what? Like the dude left the fucking country. Like what? Like, I mean, I know it's kind that of like him saying hint. It's him saying the quiet part out loud a little bit because a lot of this has been kind of implied or tongue-in-cheek or like speculation. But again, this isn't speculation. We are telling you that's what happened. They wanted him gone. Jake requested a trade. Krejci left the fucking demon country. Like that, they fucking wanted him out. Like the leadership specifically wanted him out. Like it's not a coincidence that the, he leaves Jake is staying. Krejci's back in the team. Bergeron resigns. None of that is a coincidence. It, it, it's the it's Bruce's approach. He's just so candid and like so direct to the point where it's like in a way that's good, but that wears thin over time. Like you get sick of that and it doesn't work anymore. And they just kind of resent you and they won't listen to you. And it's just it is ineffective. And they got rid of him. From what I know. I think Bruce was bad at drawing the line between holding people accountable and putting the a negative spotlight on guys to the extent where they felt um, like individually attacked or persecuted. That's a good way to put that. I think he, he thought that he was holding people accountable and players started to band together and say, Hey, that that's like our guy you're talking about. Yeah. And like he doesn't need to be aired out like that. And like you said, that 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 maybe that works for a little bit, but that that runs thin. And if Bruce is here, I'll tell you Krejci's not. I 100%. don't know if Bergeron is. I don't know if DeBrusque is. Oh, I know Jake isn't. There's and no I, way Jake came back. And I Wagner, don't know what that team really looks like. Wagner, I believe, has been the most vocal out of all of them. Like he Wagner. really, really resented Cassidy for sending him down to the AHL. Like, not that it was like solely Cassidy's decision, mm -hmm. but like, I believe Wagner was on, I think, Chicklets and talking about it. But like, yeah, like Wagner is one of those guys that like will isn't afraid to talk about it, to my understanding. And I think, I think a big part of this is that like Monty is a hands off guy for the most part. Yeah. Cause he knows and, he doesn't need to be hands on. And, I, yeah, I, it's an understanding of like, well, your team's doing well. 
So let him do well. And we got on him a little bit on this last episode that we did. We pointed out how he said um, the team's batteries looked low. And he kind of called out some effort. Yeah. And we were like, okay. It's a cracking game, right? Yeah. We were like, okay, that's some shades of Bruce. Like, is this is this good? Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Because it was shades of it. Because it's not all of it. It's not, man, Eichel sucks. It's not every conference. It's not every comment. It's yeah. like Tortorella it with no it's like that. Tortorella with no energy almost. It's not like he sucked. It's <laughs> like, yeah, he just hasn't been the same player for us. And it's like that's just a little jab. It's a little pinprick. Mm-hmm. But you do that. A hundred times a season, five seasons, you're going to be bleeding out a lot by the end of it. And the thing like, is, it's like, if you, it, let's make it a relationship analogy, for no reason, right? Not at all. No, if you were if you were with somebody who told you like, "Hey, I don't like when you do that," you chew with your mouth open, and I don't like it. Close your mouth. You understand, like, okay, hey. This is the person I'm involved with. That's what they like, babe. She's she's straightforward. Says what she likes. You know, that's the that's the person I'm getting involved with. But somebody who constantly, calmly nitpicks things and says, like, says like, yeah, earlier it was just, you know, during dinner, you looked at your phone twice. That that is going to pick at you. That is going to wear at you. That is going to make you start to question your your every move and say, am I doing okay? Am I, am I doing this? Am I keeping this person happy? Torts is the person, is the partner who's like, stop looking at your phone. Look at me. Look <laughs> me in the eye. I'm talking to you. And say, like, oh, shit. Okay. Hey, eyes on you, pal. What do you want? And, like, you can respect that. It's tiring. It's tiring. But that's the person they are. Bruce's approach. I don't know. I don't know how long it's gonna. I don't know how long it's gonna be here, bro. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if if the same kind of stuff is gonna come out of Vegas. I don't know how long he's gonna be doing this. But um, honestly, the torch comparison works too because those are two guys. I mean, I know Bruce was with Boston for five years, but like left in a very emphatic way. Tortorella, what's his longest tenure team? Like, it might be long, honestly. But this is still a guy who, as far as I've been watching, team bounces a lot. Like, he does not stay around for a while. He, he like, squeezes every ounce out of all of his players. Like, he demands so much effort from them. So they do play better. And they do play better. They do work harder. But it's not sustainable. Like, that's not something you can do or deal with year in, year out. So he was with the Lightning from 90, sorry, 2000 to 08. The Rangers from 08 to 13, Vancouver for one year, and then Columbus through 21. I said it for it. I'll say it again. It's weird. This is the first time he's coached Philadelphia. That just seems like a natural fit. It really does. Yeah. 
It does. Yeah. So 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 Tampa was his longest tenure. That's strange. That is weird. Yeah, I, th- I think of him in New York more than anything. I guess that's because like 08 to 13 is probably when my brain came online. But uh, do we, anything else regarding uh, the Flyers we maybe want to touch on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, no, I'm just kind of looking through like the, the rundown for the game. Like it was just a beat down. Like it was it felt good. It felt like a preseason game in a way where like. Dude, like I, I keep trying to find the right way to express this thought, but there's just something about losing that tension of you don't know if you're going to win or not. That man, I, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about this season because I assure you, I am not. It's just kind of a neutral it's nice to have observ- a good game, though. It's a neutral observation about the season. I'm not saying it's great, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's something I'm noticing for myself is that a lot of these games, like I don't get as invested because like they're either up three, nothing quickly, or like I just in the back of my head, like they're going to win. Like they're not going to fucking lose to the Philadelphia Flyers. Like, and like I say that, and then they lost mm-hmm. to the Arizona Coyotes, but I don't know. There's just like, I, I mean, I fucking love winning this much hockey. It's unbelievable. Like not having to deal with like losses game in game out. And like, honestly looking at records being like, Oh, you're 27 and 12 fucking idiots. Like you <laughs> lost 12 games. Like right now, Carolina, I think still has nine losses, but when they hit 10, we, the Bruins will be the last team left in single digit regulation losses. And they only have five, <laughs> five. Yeah. They got to wait five. <laughs> it's like January. 20th they might we've lost five games at home they're on pace to not hit double digits by the end of the year oh my god (laughs) rob Rob, they're on pace to not have double digits by the end of the Uh, year (laughs) oh it's just a carousel of stats there's just so much you could just break it down any different way you wanted it's always the same fucking thing it's just yeah yeah it was really good a lot of baseball stats are coming out too Mm -hmm. um but like they're they're fun to say because like they're they're just like just like it's the circle jerk of like oh how good are the Bruins oh they're so good dude like because they are as good as the but Mets no the, the Philly game was good I was like worried for the Flyers players because I thought Tortorella was gonna make them all work on his farm until their fingers bled I assume he has a farm he has horses he must have I mean he's getting involved with horses one of my I don't think that got enough attention he got kicked by a horse and yeah, it was like I got kicked by a horse. Deal. It was a horse kicking incident. Move on. It's not why we're here. I love horse kicking incidents. Name one person you know that's been kicked by a horse. Me. Yeah, do it. Oh, no, me, me. I did. Yeah. You got kicked by a horse? I got kicked by a horse. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. So now I'm pissed because not only have you ruined what I was trying to say, but now I know someone who's ruined. Or no, I know someone who's been kicked by a horse. So in one swoop, you ruined, ruined it for both of us. It was he got fucking ruined by that horse. Like, no, I got kicked in like it was like the back of my shoulder. It was like my shoulder blade. And I got kicked by a horse. I was like, what did you do? Uh, I grabbed both a horse before and after by the dick. No, I I just I was just hanging out behind a horse, bro. I I used to ride <laughs> mistake horses. number one. <laughs> I was hanging out behind a horse. I used to ride horses. I don't I, I don't think that's right. I'll show you, dude. I had a horse. Got boxes full of horses. Po- Pocahontas, bro. Okay, for the Flyers game, honestly, the Chechia <laughs> line 
I yeah. this was like the first time that I was like really like Monty, leave him alone. Like I know mm-hmm. he loves to jumble those lines, and I can't cr- critique it because they've only lost five games in regulation. <laughs> it's yeah. working. Something here is working. But holy shit, they had a cumulative nine points that game. Krejci had three assists. And this was game number 1,000 for Krejci, too. Did you see yeah. the the yes, little thing in yes. the beginning? When they were like, they did not even a ceremony, because the ceremony is coming in February, because of fucking course it is, because why, why yeah, do of that on the home game number 1,000? Well, they why had no idea that it was coming. They did that for Bergeron, also. When Bergeron played his 1,000th game, I think it was against Florida, we were living together. One, I remember watching that in the living room. Yeah. Uh, because Jack had one of my favorite calls of all time because Bergeron had the overtime winner. And he said, Patrice Bergeron with the silver stick and the golden goal. Beautiful. Right? Awesome. But they, they did it for game 1000. They were ready to go. I know it's Bergeron, so that's different. And we had that like, holy, oh, they should honor Bergeron like this every game. But like, you can fucking do it the same game. It's fine. I don't but know why you wouldn't. I don't know either, but regardless, moving on. Uh, 1,000 games for Krejci. Love it. Next game is 200 for Clifton, so that's fun. That um, is just as big. Some would argue <laughs> that's even bigger. Connor Clifton hockey. Uh, Connor yeah, I, Clifton hockey. Connor ice hockey Clifton. And then Swayman getting the shout out was awesome. I love that a lot. Like seeing and like he's looking really good, dude. Like Swayman, it's like it's like Obviously, the numbers alone will tell you that, but like even just the eye test, like look, seeing him in that, like he's so on right now, which must be so incredibly frustrating for literally every other person in the league. Because here you have Boston, this like biblical Leviathan of a hockey team that like is just like waltzing into your city, slapping you across the mouth, and then walking to the next city to do it to the next <laughs> professional hockey team. And it's like, holy shit, like, maybe they'll fall off. Maybe you'll, just something will happen. Like, maybe just, like, regress to the mean or whatever. And it's like, okay, what's going, what's the update with them? Oh, their backup? Oh, yeah, no, he's let in, like, one goal this month. Like, it's <laughs> like, oh, great, good for them. Like, awesome. Like, couldn't have happened to a more desperate team. Like, perfect. Like, we're just finding weird, like, you expect something to go wrong. And honestly, the Carlo injury, potential injury is the only thing that's coming to mind. But not only is nothing really going wrong, things are just improving somehow. <laughs> like, oh, Krejci's getting back to it. Oh, great. Krejci had three assists last night. Fantastic. Oh, Zaka. Zaka has like three goals in the last two games. Oh, good. Oh, Grizzly. Grizzly scoring again. Awesome. Good. Good. Good for you. Good. Uh, oh, so fucking happy. It. Oh, and they extended him under oh, value. so happy Oh, for and their boss. backup goalie is back on his shit looking like a starter again that's great oh fucking oh great good for you which oh, it's just i what's the opposite of schadenfreude just i guess like it's i'm enjoying other people's misery i guess that is schadenfreude but uh, but yeah no i, I mean just game. like a fantastic game grizzlick's goal the sixth one was such a snipe it was like a wrist shot yeah, yeah. from the face off dot top corner that i was like they're dead just like you don't like really are we doing our third defensive pairing or sorry second defensive pairing guy is just sniping you in a five nothing game and like halfway through the third period great 
Uh, in in summary, fuck the Flyers. Honestly, yeah. Uh, fuck Provorov. Suck both of my little tiny balls. Um, go figure that he plays on the same team as Tony D'Angelo. I'm sure they. I'm sure there's some. They got. They got so much in common. I'm sure. Bonds over there. Yeah. Oh I'm sure they God. go to mass every Sunday. I don't know if I have the energy to get into it again. No, we did before no. we recorded. No. <laughs> but... <laughs> we just got we got it all off our chest. Yeah, I, yeah. I just I just did want to mention it because we talked about maybe mentioning yeah. it. Did we talk about it? Yeah, I'll mention it. Suck my nuts, dude. Yeah, suck my fucking, fucking balls. Get over yourself. Holy shit. Kid, yeah. Oof. I caught myself there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if you heard what I was about to say there. Whoa. Caught myself. They played the Islanders too, bro. They sure did. Yeah, they, they played them in, in the, the great city of Elmont, New York. Dude, I when I was writing the thing, which yeah. I'm convinced you still have not read, by the way. Oh, I did. You did or did not? Yeah, I did. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it takes a sip of whiskey. When I was writing, I was like, oh, they're their next game. I did not know. I was like, where on the island do they play? And it was like Elmont. I'm like, I've never heard of Elmont, New York before. I don't think that's real. Um, also, what what statistic are the New York Islanders looking at that leads them to the decision? Let's not put our Vesna level goaltender against the greatest hockey team in history. Let's let's put the backup in. Let's yeah. see what he's got. Yeah. So, there's... and I know it's Varlamov who like historically plays very well against the Bruins. But Sorkin is like the fourth, third or fourth best goaltender in the league right now. And it's like, why are you not doing that? And it's one thing where it's like, oh, maybe the schedule timed out that way. They did it both games. Both time the Bruins play the Islanders, they put Varlamov in that. And it didn't work. Like, shocking. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what is going into that. <laughs> That's for sure. It's almost like they forgot. Like, oh, sh- Wait, are the Bruins good this year? They like some. They look down the bench, and Ely is just on the bench. They're like, "Wait, fuck! <laughs> like, <laughs> get back! <laughs> I'm too tired." That's my Ilya. That's my Ilya. That was good. Impression. It sounded Russian. Um, also, so let's talk about Elmont real quick, just because like you brought up whatever. Um, so the whole like returning to Nassau County thing, yep, was a big thing. So they are technically in, uh, in Nassau County. Elmont okay. being the first city over the border and UBS arena being, I'm not kidding you literally physically abutting the County border. Literally what physically abutting the County border. You don't hear the phrase abutting very often. Is it not a phrase? It, I'm not saying it's not. I, I don't it's, know. It's, it's it is. Word, probably. The, 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 if you bought this property, the edge of your property is also the county line. Like they are just okay. beyond Queens. It is so technically not in New York City that it, it its property line touches the edge of New York City, of the edge of Queens. That's interesting. So I, I'm sure there's something there. I'm sure it had something to do with the taxes of Nassau <laughs> yeah. County and the and the desire to get a the team back to Nassau. We should talk more about zoning regulations on the show, I think. Yeah, so I was figuring, yeah, city planning is a big big yeah, side yeah, yeah. hobby that's of what, mine. That's, I did a poll mm-hmm. and I asked, what do you want to hear more about? And they said, well, one, use the phrase, use the word a butt more. I don't think that's really getting brought into circulation. Yeah. Enough. And then two, talk about zoning. 
people people talk have said taxes. to me people have said to me you guys like hardly talk about people come up to me all the time kind of and stuff. they always say the same thing they say talk about taxes and, then and, I say, and that's why i'm doing this dude it is first of all i haven't i haven't been here so i feel like everybody and their mother has at one point been to a Bruins Islanders game because they're like, oh, it's so much cheaper. You can just drive down there. No, no. Everybody yeah, talked about this with the New Jersey game too. New Jersey is not as much. I feel like everybody's been to an Islanders game, like on the island or like just. Yeah, I feel like I everybody I know has been like, oh, I saw them when they played uh, on the island. Why that? No. Why are you taking a four-hour drive to save twenty dollars a ticket? Who's to say? I don't know. But uh, anyway, I want to. I don't want to throw the Islanders fans. Although, 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 a loud game, a loud atmosphere. Even, even, you know, even after the Bruins came back. But yeah. when they're up, the the first period, dude. UBS Arena is kind of rocking. Uh, I'm trying. I might be getting my games mixed up. No, I feel like I I, I had the opposite really feeling about this game. I even tweeted it. I the game started and like five to ten minutes in, I had to check the volume on my TV. Or what? Because I was like, no one in this crowd is making noise. Like it was for the opening of that game, it was dead fucking quiet on that in that rink. Like hauntingly quiet. Like, are there people there quiet? Wow. And it wasn't until their first their first and only goal that I was like, oh, there they are. And then after that, they got nothing to cheer about. So they, they dropped again. But it was honestly, I went yeah. to the subreddit for them after the game. And it was like genuinely kind of sad. Like, they're like, why do we why would anybody pay money to go to these games? Like, why am I, I, mean, still, was watch, why am I still watching this team? Yeah, I think that's kind of just like you said, New York being a hockey town. I will. Like, I will kind of stand by that. For honestly, now, yeah, I, I'm not even really joking about that. Like, if this that was a sense. nationally televised game. It was a sellout crowd. It was also a Wes McCauley game. Oh, I love Wes. Which, like, you know I know everybody is be. looking up before they buy tickets, so that's a huge pull. You know how cool huge you have to be as a ref for me to know your name? Couldn't, Tim Peel and Wes McCauley, that's it. And Tim Peel was the negative reason, because, like, he was bad. And then made the mistake of being honest about them giving makeup calls in the league. And then got fired as a result. I think that's the only reason I know Tim Peels. Did you know his name before that? No. No, neither did I. That's a, that's the only reason I knew him. Oh, I thought you meant what was his like name before this. No. Before I was like, no, I don't know. Did he change it? Like I was no, trying to I'm think saying, of a, like did you a, know a his name before joke. he got fired. Uh yeah, no, I did. Yeah, because people yeah. I definitely did. Yeah, because people really hate him as a ref because they just think he's bad. And then Wes McCall is just fun and just like five minutes for fighting. You yeah. can't do that. Like, that's, um, yeah, that's all wait, the Flyers do. game to go back to that real quick. I think that's sure. the game that Nick Foligno got caught on the hot mic. Oh, damn. We got to talk about that. Oh, was that, that the is, Flyers game? I think it might have been the Islanders game. No. Maybe. I don't remember now. Hold on, I'll look it up. Doesn't even really matter. Nick, Nick Foligno, hot mic. He had a good quote in the locker room afterwards. He like found he's like, oh, you the mic caught that, and he was like with his kids, and he looked at his kids. He's like, you're not allowed to watch that. 
That's uh, pretty funny. That was the Flyers. Oh, it was. Yeah. So for those, what's who, the exact quote? Um, so you're so you're saying I should just fucking pound his face in? Because <laughs> like I think him and someone got it was somebody tried to drop the gloves with him and like he wouldn't really do it. He was just kind of like, no, like I'm not fighting you in this five nothing game. Like mm-hmm. absolutely, I'm not giving you anything. And they called him anyways for it. And he's like, oh, you're saying I should just go fucking pound his face in? Like, yes, yes, you should. But I thought that was really great. Also, uh, what do you think? Uh, and I'm going to round to the nearest whole number. What do you think Bergeron's faceoff percentage was against the Flyers? He took 18 faceoffs. I'll give you that. 65. 89. Oh! He won 16 out of 18. And then uh against the islanders he went 11 out of 14 for about 7 78.6%. So he averaged between those two games about 85% on faceoffs. Hot dog. So fucking good, dude. Like that's like another thing I don't think people realize that like out of all of the things we're not really going to be able to replace with Bergeron when he goes like the amount of faceoffs that man wins, like the amount of possession the Bruins get as a result is going to be really hard to replace like consistently above 60% year after year. Unbelievably consistent. That's my man, dude. That's my captain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, the island the island was quiet. I thought I, that was I was kind of surprised by that. Oh, uh, maybe. Did you know Charlie McAvoy's from Long Island? Did you know that Charlie McAvoy's from Long Island? Oh, Long, I actually you, heard that Charlie McAvoy's you know from Long Island. It's fifty miles away. But did do you know? Did you know he's from? Did you? So know? he's from. You're telling me he's from. He lives on Long no, Island. I'm talking about. No, you're not listening. Charlie McAvoy. He plays for the Bruins, though. No, you're you're well. Kind of, yes. Honestly, I to get around, there's a tweet from him from 2013 where he says, I hate the Bruins so much. Mm-hmm. Because he was a Rangers fan, obviously, because he's from Long Island. Well, wouldn't uh, he be an Islanders fan then? You'd think so. I don't Who knows? Uh, but he, that was the year that the Bruins, that was when the Bruins knocked the Rangers out of the playoffs in the second round. The emergence of Tory Krug, I like to think of that series as. Um, and I just think it's funny, just like for it, it was like when he got drafted, people were like immediately were bringing up the tweet, like he hates the Bruins. And there's like a really funny photo of like young angsty McAvoy like flipping off the camera, and that's one of my favorite ones to break out. I love having old photos of players because it's so funny. I have one of Greer saved, and it's so fucking funny. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't even want to describe it to you. It's you really good. Tweet it out tomorrow. Honestly, I'm probably going to. I'm waiting for it to be relevant. Um. But yeah, McAvoy's goal in this game was really good. I yeah. down one nothing Island. halfway through the game. <laughs> down one I, nothing halfway through the game. Didn't hmm. even begin to entertain the idea of possibly being worried about them not winning the game. No, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks to be this good because I didn't feel it either. Down one, like you said, halfway through the game almost, and I'm like, yeah, they got yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, they. I wonder how much they win this one by. Oh, it's Derek four to Ford. one scoring it's over you got evil Derek Forbert you don't, you don't lose in the game that Derek Forbert scored in I wonder goal. if has the have they ever they I mean it wouldn't be a lot of games to look up on like he scored I think so this was his third this was his third goal of the year yeah 
So uh, this year, I'm going to go ahead without looking it up and say no, they haven't. I can tell you right now, actually. Thank you, StatMuse. StatMuse, for those who are listening, is like the best website for stats. You can just type in whatever you want. I can type in Derek Forbert hits between this like two-week period five years ago, and it'll just generate the result right then and there. It's so nice. Um, Derek Forbert goals this season. Yeah, uh, Derek Forbert has lit the lamp three times this season. Oh, it didn't break it down game by game. That's a shame. Um, Game log. So the first goal, obviously the Islanders won. Yes, they won. Um, they he also scored against the Islanders the last time they played. They won, uh, which we won. And where is the third one hiding? Oh, it was in October. He scored in the second game, and he scored when we played the Arizona Coyotes at home. That's the game you and I were at. That was the home opener, and they won. So yes, they are three for three. There we go. I wonder how far back you got to go to find a game Derek Forbert has scored in that he that the Bruins lost. I think that's a bit. Oh, you know what? I got it. I got it. I got it. What is it? Tell me. Lay it on me. How far do we have to go back? He scored against Philadelphia last year. Remember that? That was actually when the evil Derek Forbert meme came about. Cause like he had like two goals in like two games or something ridiculous like that, or like like way more offensive output than you ever see from Derek Forbert. Dude, I am still going back. This is pretty. So he had two games against the fly, two goals against the Flyers last year. That one was a win. Goal against the Sens. That's a win. Sharks and a win. Okay, we have to go back pretty far. The entire twenty one twenty two season. It's a pivotal player, they say. Okay, all right, I got it. <laughs> Let's hear it. When was the last time that Derek Forbert scored in a game that the Bruins lost? Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. Oh, I don't like that date. That doesn't that's not a good day to lose a game. Yeah. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> you don't want to lose games in June. <laughs> that was that was to the Montreal Canadiens. What? Oh, he wasn't in Boston, right? That was yeah. Oh, or was that the bubble? This was the bubble year. Oh, all right. I was in my head. This was like a playoff game. I forgot oh, never the on the Bruins. Bubble. We can. But he wasn't on the Bruins at the time. No, no, no. Okay, this would have been against. So we the, can say that as the Boston Bruin, if Derek Forbert has literally never scored in a game where the Bruins have lost, so we need him to score a lot more. That's all I'm hearing. There's like a t-shirt potential here somewhere. I think Derek Scorbert, that's the, or Derek Orbert, people of that one, O-R-R, mm. same thing. Um, but yeah, he got in the, he got on the, um, the score sheet. That was the photo I sent you, that really cool top-down photo, um, where yeah. it's like him and Crazy both leaning in for the puck. Um, and then, dude, Marshan's goal this game, that was the pause to slap pass. Yeah, he do that back out, dude. I mean, oh my god, back does it out. work so well? That's just another like a YouTube video recommended to me. It's like, how do you stop the Bruins? And like, someone like showed that power play. They're like, what do you do here? Like, <laughs> like literally, you can't. That's an undefendable play. Like, because it's like, all right, well, it's Posternock in the left circle, so you need to do everything in your power to prevent that drop from hitting the net. And then if he just decides to pass it to Brad Marchand, 
open on the right circle, like it's it's over. Like you're not if they connect that pass, it's over. Yeah. Um, and the thing and, is, it's like the Bruins operate their power play as if like whoever is against them. You know what I mean? Like they don't they don't they don't let the competition affect them. No. They just operate the way they operate. So when like a good PK is against them, it you 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 see some some give and take. Yeah. But that was certainly not a good PK. No. So it looks bad. They don't play yes. down at all, especially on the power power I play. Think, I think this is the game that they had like six they won the penalty kill six times. One, two, three, four. Yeah, they won the penalty kill six times, and they killed it all six times, too. Islanders' power play is really struggling, but the Bruins yeah. also had the best PK in the league, so that's part of it. Yeah, that's certainly a part of it. Yeah. And then Freddie got goal number 10, which I love. That makes me happy. Freddie. You, you think Freddie gets 20 this year? Uh, no, 15 for sure. I think 20 is pushing it. Dude, I, I I don't know if I've what said this What if we get yet. a Freddie hat trick? Dude, that, all right. Well, let me get my thought out because we're headed to the same place. Mm-hmm. I've I've made this deal with myself, but I need this to be recorded and posted publicly and for to have witnesses. Okay. Um, I've decided that if at any point, on I've kind of said this season, but I'll just say if at any point Trent Frederick scores a hat trick, I will then and there buy a Trent Frederick jersey. I wish it was bigger than that. There was some build up to it. I wanted it to be bigger. What do you want me to do? Fucking jump off a bridge or something. Do some crazy. Say no more, fan. <laughs> no, I. Uh, well, like I, I, I've bought like, a lot of jerseys recently, and I still want a Krejci jersey. I still want a DeBrus jersey, and I want a Frederick jersey. So, if like, Freddie gets a hat trick, you should get a tattoo. But you don't have any. I. Not yet. I, I I have the half sleeve idea that I've been brewing for ten years now. Yeah, um, you can't get your first tattoo to be a Trent Frederick. I feel like I feel, I, was say, I feel like it's too likely. Like it's like not a stretch. Frederick's had two goal games, I think, twice this year. Like it's not that unlikely that he will score a hat trick. It's not like I'm saying if Derek Forbert scare, scores a hat trick, which you know, what would, I mean, look. what would we do? I would get a Derek. I would get a tattoo. Yeah, I mean, get a, listen, dar- I'll, I'll get put a Darla, that. I'll put I'll that on the table. Tattoo. Let's I'll get say a Darla that. tattoo. If Derek Forbert gets a a hat trick, I'll let the listeners of this show decide what I get as a tattoo. Let Derek Forbert decide. Well, we'll he seems Forbert like on. he would come up with something pretty funny. Uh, or he apparently, would just be really him weirded out. Apparently, well, well, we know he's a funny guy. Apparently, Krejci's a funny guy too. Yeah, so you're talking Which, about what? like there was that like video they posted from the social media accounts of like them asking like what's your favorite thing about David Krejci, and like the first like five or six are just like oh like Felino being like he's older than me like Nick you Joker I love Nick Felino so I much love Nick and then the last like six or seven people are all like his sense of humor and then a, f- a few of them like specifically are like his dry sense of humor. Mm-hmm. When has this happened? When in 15 years on being in the team, has he ever, has there been any evidence that David Krejci is a funny person? I'm genuinely surprised. I didn't think that he wasn't. I just never thought that he was. I mean, there hasn't been any. I think evidence. he just, I think he's just so camera shy. Like again, going back to his, uh, like them kind of doing the little ovation for him for a thousand games. 
which was a thought I did not finish earlier. Mm-hmm. When the camera was on him, he literally didn't even look up. He just was like, he put his hand up. He was like, thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Stop looking at me. Mm-hmm. Don't don't pay don't pay attention to me, please. Thank you. And then I'm just gonna go get three points and play the best game of the season. You know what? I think that falls in line with having a dry sense of humor, bro, because I think he I think the kind of person that we're profiling here, somebody who doesn't want the attention, somebody who has a dry sense of humor, somebody who we believe to be cold from the outside. I think we're just describing Forbert. An Eastern European. No, I honestly, think that's what we're describing. <laughs> not what I would how would I have guessed that? Like, <laughs> honestly, that's Forbert too. Forbert is so funny. Like Forbert's a very funny guy. Yeah, oh, but it's a, we gotta talk, it's a different. We gotta we gotta talk about Jake in the booth. Oh my! Oh my God! Keep him in the booth all the time. Jake all of the great. time. Jake was oh my great God. in the booth. I love Jake so much. He's dude. He him getting Jack going was was a lot of fun. Oh. Him like kind of giving Jack the uh the the being like the spark plug. Yeah, being like. Hey, that uh, that third line's really buzzing today, boys. Eh? He literally like I I sent a clip of that to my friend who doesn't watch hockey, but who watches Shorzy and Letterkenny. Yeah, and I'm like, they really do talk this way. Like, this is like genuinely wow hockey players. <laughs> like, oh, uh, he was it was so good. I I love that he was up there for two goals. Yeah, and that, uh, maybe he, I should he, say up here. I love after the first when they showed the booth reactions. Like, oh, I didn't know being camera. I would I would have sullied like. <laughs> Like he's just so endearing. Dude, I, and then when and then when Jack was like, and let's see your first NHL goal. It was great. Jesus and he's like, that's Cratch. <laughs> it's like, look at the hair. <laughs> and then you forget how good Jake's first goal was, too. I know. That like very now understood to be vintage Jake DeBrus, like cut in move right in the crease. Like, mm-hmm. Like you don't even see it move to his forehand; it's just already shot in the net. You're like, when the mm-hmm. f- when did he do that? Did he kick it? Like, oh, it's so good. He's, did you watch dude, the in the Sally after too? Did you watch the new Behind the Bee, the one that covered the Winter Classic? No, it's probably the best episode of Behind the Bee I think I've seen. I mean, I believe that that sounds it's so a re- There's just so much good shit going on. Um, at one point, it's after the game, and it's like Jake must have been doing some interviews next to the ice because like he was the last one in the locker room and like he's like, walking up the stairs and he is like laboring and like he talks to the camera he's like fans i'm not just doing this for the camera i really can't walk right now <laughs> which is like yeah, and somebody grabs him as he as he comes in yeah he's like okay 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 injuries are always just so hush hush in the nhl that it's for someone to be like i can't walk <laughs> like, uh I yeah and like yeah the the NHL specifically where they're like it's a lower body injury it's over it's in this general area you're pointing at the whole body you know Mm -hmm. too much like and Jake is like my right metatarsal is (laughs) killing me not here but like right here like just sore yeah I gotta watch that dude I'm behind up on behind the beat I've always felt that about like in years where I haven't watched I'm like that is such a gift and I don't know why I don't take more yeah I and it's like a hard thing to appreciate in retrospect like I don't want to go back three or four well I guess I'd say that might be fun to go back like four seasons ago and watch it Mm -hmm. that now would be cool just because it's a lot of the guys who aren't on the team anymore that behind the beat is how I learned that Chris Kelly is actually fucking hilarious he is so funny there was another. It's another good one from the episode. It's like I think 
I forget what game it was. It was like Krejci like had a one he like one timed it or something, and on the bench, and like Emery's like, oh, I didn't know you can one time it. And Krejci was like, I can do anything. <laughs> and then Chris Kelly is like behind the bench. He's like, yeah, I can do anything except smile. Like, <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of amazing transition, speaking of David Krejci yes. just being able to do anything, go for it. The first goal of this Rangers game. Oh, the one that went off Zaka. Yeah. Yeah. Or that self pass. He How had? about David Krejci just deciding he can shoot the puck? And just deciding he can do it from anywhere on the ice. He should have been listening to you for years because you, you've been saying for years, as most of Bruins Nation has been, Krejci should shoot this puck a lot more, right? He should. I, I've always felt like if he just shot the puck, he would have a better chance of scoring. And yeah, that's just kind of how I felt. <laughs> Dude, that's I disagree. Tip no, was was. Uh, yeah, just like it, it rose up. You're not you're not stopping that. That's outrageous. I mean, at first I thought it didn't get tipped like in real time. Neither I did like, I. I thought it was just a shot and I was very confused. I I'm like, I how does that Zaka stood, like I stood up very calmly. Like I <laughs> saw the goal and I slowly stood up and I said, You've gotta be kidding me. He yeah, that, did not was, do that. I was very confused by that. And it that wasn't happened. and I, I stayed standing until I saw the replay. And then slowly sat back down. I was like, okay. Because yeah. had he done that, we would have had to have a conversation. Yeah, just like knuckled it like top corner from the boards. I, that's honestly what I thought happened. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, and it wasn't until they're like, another goal for Zaka. I was like, that was crazy. What are you talking about? Like, like it better have been somebody what are you else. What talking about? Um, it better not have been him. One of the takeaways from this game. Mm-hmm. And I feel a little vindicated, as you might be also. Really bad game for pasta. Like, like people are like, wow, what turnovers? Not skating very well. And I'm like, yes. One of those pasta. Yeah, <laughs> like games. a pasta yeah. tax. So like, it's like, you'll pay it fucking happily for what he does for this team. But yes, like he... I'm glad that he it feels like he's condensing it into games. That's you a know? good point. It's not. Yeah, because previously the pasta tax was within one game. Mm-hmm. He has a turnover in the first period, which may or may not lead to a goal or scoring chance. And then he will score two goals by the end of the game. So it, it's fine. Like it, it balances out and then some. But this, like you said, it's like I'm going to score seven goals in three games and then just play like shit the fourth game. Yeah. And, then and I'm going like, to go back to like, scoring. It's almost nice to know halfway through the first, like, okay, this is a pasta tax game. This is one of the games yeah. where we're we're paying back what we've earned. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want to sound too excited for Pasta having a bad game, but like, I was like, yes, other people are seeing it now. And it was hard to bring yeah. up in a time when he was scoring seven goals in three games, but it was it was a takeaway. Yeah, I mean, no doubt about that, dude. I mean, I don't know. Is it is? Did you notice that? Um, that. Charlie McAvoy um, it's from Long Island it's from <laughs> I, I actually thought that's where you were going with it. not even trying to be an asshole Charlie McAvoy is from Long Island no did you notice that Charlie McAvoy looked a little slow too I didn't notice it um, no I, I can't say that I did no. I, I uh, 
this is something that I'm trying to work on as someone who's trying to break into the sports media world. I'm noticing that some games it'll like be half over and I'll be like, I've been watching as a fan because you watch as a fan or you watch as someone who needs to talk and analyze the game talk about and analyze the game. Like when I'm watching as a fan, I'm just sitting back, relaxed on the couch, just kind of letting it stream at me. Mm-hmm. But when I'm trying to analyze it more, I'm a bit more like, all right, who's on the ice? When are the changes happening? What are the people without the buck doing? Like who's been out there for a while? Like, like you try to just notice the little things a bit more. So this game, I was not very good about that. Honestly, this game just didn't really grip me very much. Like the, the I, Rangers I, game, it just didn't. I really? just I didn't really get into this game. This like, crowd was, was, was very kind of loud. On. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't, like, I don't know, man. Like I the, felt like. Well, first of all, did you? Let me ask you this about the game in its entirety. Did you see on Twitter the picture of Michael Imperioli? <laughs> yeah, they credited him as an actor from the White Lotus. Yes. Yeah, which like, sure, it's yes. not incorrect. That's Christopher Maltesanti, and don't you ever fucking forget it, T. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, T. I'm sorry, like, T. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why someone like responded with a photo of like Robert De Niro, actor, bad grandpa, or like, <laughs> not a grandpa. Like, uh, dude, Christopher Maltesanti looks like a face app aging of any Christopher Maltesanti. Yeah. Yeah, Michael What's his real name? What did I say his name? Michael, Michael Imperioli. Imperioli. Yeah. Michael Imperioli looks yeah, like aged. an aging of Michael Imperioli. He doesn't look like he actually is that old. He looks like he's wearing like a face filter that he's yeah, that did old. you hearing him talk and him not having an incredibly heavy like Jersey Italian accent is distressing to me. It's, it's like good. the it's like the episode of The Sopranos where Tony's in a coma and he's like, ta- and it's just James Gandolfini talking as a, somebody else, and it's just him talking as a person. I'm like, no, I don't no, like, no. I don't like that at all. Knock that off. Have you watched The White Lotus? Not, not a second. It's good. It's good. It's upsetting. That's that's what I keep hearing. I keep hearing people be like, it's pretty good. Like, it's like I think it's it's hard tights. for me to make time for. It's yeah. pretty good. Like it's it's I do. Th- not entirely get the hype it's getting like i didn't watch and be like that sucked mm-hmm. like it's good it's well written and it's very well acted like more than anything it's super well acted mm-hmm. but it's just like kind of like you don't like most of the characters which hbo is the goat at making shows that you just hate all of the characters like everyone in the sopranos sucks mm-hmm. other than big bobby he's I, and i kind of like silvio um but like I, I, I can't, so. I can't get into Succession. I've tried multiple times. I don't want to watch that show. Mm-hmm. I hate every single one of them. I mean, that was a big appeal of Game of Thrones too, right? Is that like no character is perfect? Uh, yeah, well, that's probably a better way of looking at that show. Where it's like they were, they're flawed, complex. Yeah, flawed. Like they're not. It wasn't more like it was not black or white. It was just very morally gray a lot of the time. But like in like Succession, they're just awful. Oh my. God, they're awful people. And like, I don't care enough. Maybe I was just not in the right mindset. But I like, as I was watching it, I texted someone who had told me to watch and be like, I I can't do another show right now where I can't like any of the characters. Like, I need someone to latch on to. And I didn't get that from Succession. Speaking of the Bruins. 
I don't even remember how we got. Oh, Michael Imperioli. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm mean, they were buzzing. We should go more tanks. I think there was like a lot of scoring chances in the first. I I was pretty. Oh yeah, no, they, the bees could have been up three zero at the end of the first. Yeah, no, they got after it in the first period. Like and, but again, like there was. I think it was just like the back to back, and like there's something about the metro that like I don't really care about the metro. <laughs> like I don't. There's like. All right, uh, who who am I talking about when I'm talking about the Metro? The Capitals games are not my favorite because we always fucking lose someone when we play the Capitals. Like, I just don't like the Capitals at all. Kane's games are good. Mm-hmm. And I'll even say Devil's games are good. You know, and, you know, it's not the Metro. I'm wrong because <laughs> I like I really like Capitals games. I love Penguins games. Kane's games are usually pretty good. And this year, the Devil's games are good, too. I think I just don't really care for the Islanders or the Rangers all that much. Do you still like New York or Columbus? I don't like New York City. I really don't like. Wait, I'm, Columbus is in the Metro. Columbus, yeah, all the way at the bottom. That ain't. I mean, geographically, that's a stretch. Yeah. I mean, did, didn't Detroit? Detroit was in the Western Conference, which I don't get. Well, the thing is, when you're in the middle of the country, you got to be on one side or the other. Yes. There's not going. There is no Central Conference, so like you're gonna, you're gonna have There's to a Central be, Division. <laughs> you're gonna be in one or the other. I yeah. don't know. So it's yeah. like, but Columbus being in the Metro is straight up silly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I like, yeah, I mean, like the Bruins, like, first of all, uh, if the Bruins win, hold on, what's my math here? Five more. Four more. Now it's four. Four Four in their next seven. They'll be the fastest NHL team to 40 wins, which weirdly, it was the 2015-16 Capitals who did it in 53 games, which I don't remember that team. I don't remember the 1516 Capitals like being a wagon. No, that I was thinking the same thing when like, I saw your tweet about it. Yeah, I was like, what was going on that year? That wasn't when they won the cup. Nope. Uh, nope, not close. I don't remember them being that great either. Who won the cup in 2016? One of these things. But the Penguins. Yeah. Who won the cup in 2016? I don't remember that. Yeah, that was the Matt Murray year. They beat the Sharks? That was the Matt Murray year. I have no recollection of this. That was the year the Sharks and the Preds were in the Western Conference Final. That's and that what was it like, was. Yeah. That was like better than the yep. final. I was rooting yeah. for the Preds. That's what it was. Everybody was. And, when, and then when they got out, I'm like, I don't care about either of these teams. Yeah, 16 was the Murray year. Fuck him. Okay. Honestly, it didn't, yeah, it went pretty downhill really for him afterwards. For the hands of Brad Marchand. Dude, Carlo getting injured? That's something to talk about. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. What's the word there? No, 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 no. Hold. Patrice Bergeron took a yet another puck to the fucking face. Uh, was yeah, like, we should... don't worry about it. Like, like he's like, yeah. I'm good. Are you okay? Like, is everybody all right? Because my face is healed. And they're like, you don't have to play this game. He's like, no, I'm fine. And they're like, you can take tomorrow off. He's like, no, I'm fine. He was like, he's like, well, it obviously hurts, but. Uh, it's, I think I think his his quote was something crazy like, 
Well, it yeah. obviously hurts, but uh, it's not affecting my play on the ice. Monty had a great quote. It was something along the lines of his pain tolerance is insane. Like <laughs> it's like it's like he can't understand Bergeron's ability to play through pain. Which, like, again, it's everybody goes back to 2013 for good reason because he just was blown up. Like, he just like ate a hand grenade and was like, I'm ready. Put me in. <laughs> You're missing an arm. No, it's, it's fine. I can switch. Uh, I think I'm good, is what I said. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, dude, I was really worried. I was texting you, and you were doing the classic Joe thing where I just send you a wall of text. I'm like, he, I know he's mentally responding to these. Like, yeah. I, he sees them, and that's fine. And for future reference, you can do that. You can oh, send I, me through text, been... and I'll and I'll read them, and I'll be like, I'll I'll reply at some point. I'll reply, and I'm every like, now and then I send I'm you not text annoyed. Like, no, I know you're not. That's why I do it. And like, I've been doing it for years. Like. And then I every now and then I send a text be like, I know you're seeing this and you feel guilty about not responding, but I do need you to respond to this one, which is and what I, I was going, which is what I do, was I going for when I texted you. I was like, dude, Bergeron just took a puck to the face and had a hard time getting off the ice and is in the locker room. And you were like, what? <laughs> like, it was like, <laughs> like, it's almost like going to be a boy who cried, cried wolf thing where if I desperately need to get your attention, I'll be like, something's wrong with Bergeron, which I would I'm never. Sorry, do. what? Go on. <laughs> you know, like, I wouldn't even finish. Like, and now that text, I have your attention, and you back to that me. whole thing about my wedding. Are yeah. you coming or not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, I, <laughs> by the time you responded, which was like only like minutes five maybe I, I was you were like what happened i was like it, i was like all right i'll find a clip for him and i'm typing into twitter just patrice bergeron trying to find the, the best clip and before i can even copy and send it to you i hear in the tv they're like oh bergeron's on the bench <laughs> and i was like yeah. oh well fucking whatever <laughs> like he's fine <laughs> like he's unbelievable yeah. dude yeah you, I, I mean you, you see texted, that, fo- that, that is what you texted me you were like you, never mind dude he's already back on the bench did you see the photo i uh i tweeted out of him from his rookie year versus him from that game i am right with you bro i what i don't remember his God. nose being a normal nose no he's just always had the big hook bulbous owen wilson nose broken is the word i'm looking for broken yeah Can and it's just saying that also, and I stand by my other tweet. Did he get more handsome? Like, like there was like that photo from the bench. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's just handsome Squidward where it's just like he gets brutalized in the face and then comes out better looking somehow. Dude, I love that he is sitting there with like the the wad, the cotton swab in his nose. Yeah. And just kind of is like, oh, sorry. Sorry. Just, he, like you can see him like spit or sneeze or like whatever he's doing to try to make himself feel like oh god i gotta get this pressure out of my face spitting the blood out like and he like you can see him almost turn to whoever it is next to him and like you can see him say like oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) are you all right (laughs) just tap him on the hand good patrice i think you're all right i'm I'm fine are you okay (laughs) sorry if i'm bothering you patrice sit it out bro we're winning this game yeah, and the Monty was talking about like the amount of pride Bergeron has to where the spoke be, and just like he like in a way, it's like he owes it to the team, or like that's just like who he is, and it's just like we the Boston doesn't deserve Bergeron, really nobody does. <laughs> like name name a city that deserves to have him. No, no it doesn't exist. Anyone. He's not real. Like no one's this good. Like 
he's the Tom Hanks of the NHL. As you said that, I felt guilty. So I'm glad that you said that. That like we don't deserve. Him no, we really don't. Like again, no one does. No one like does. just a perfect human being and hockey player. I love him so much. He's he's my best friend. <laughs> Did um, I tell you the story about how I played hockey with him? No. Time? Played hockey with Patrice. Is that a Bergeron real story? Yeah, I played hockey with Patrice. Bergeron. Is that when you got kicked by a horse? Both of those things happened. I find both of them unlikely. I've mentioned it on this show before. That you got kicked by a horse or you played with that Bergeron? I played hockey with Patrice. When Bergeron. did you play hockey with Bergeron? I don't remember this. Maybe it's blocking it out. 2007 or eight. Was a, I'm going to need more than that. A rookie or maybe shortly after. Uh, his rookie year was, I think, 04 or 05. I played. No. No way. 0304. No way. Yes, it's like, one of those two. Real? Bergeron? I would Ber- go the, like the photo I made and posted was from the 0405 season. There was no 0405 season. That's a good point, honestly. Like, what am I finding? That's, that's I'm the serious. Best. That's the, no... You're literally no, you're right. There literally was no <laughs> 2004, 2005. <laughs> Fuck. The one year. Like <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna, what, so I, wasn't this rookie season 0506? What an incredible response to me coming up with that lie. It's like Rob, that litter that year didn't it's happen. It's the only season that doesn't You exist. picked the one year that didn't actually happen. It was I'm he was in the sure 2000 05. He was in the 2003 draft. Okay, so 0506 was his rookie year. <laughs> okay. So this yeah, is Yeah, because there was no We we were deprived of a year of Patrice Bergeron. We yeah, were deprived of a rookie. Thank you Batman. Did you know that Razor won a Calder? Yeah, I did. I did not know that. Yeah, crazy stuff. It was like it was one good year. Yeah. That's mean. It was very he good. good. He had pretty good years. But he had like no. a 926 that year. Yeah, he had one good year. And it was like one of those things where like he had played in two previous seasons or at least one, but like not enough games where he wasn't a rookie, mm-hmm. which I don't get. Like I, I think it's, I think it's silly. Anyway, Played street hockey with Patrice Bergeron. That's right. You did mention this. Also, I'm derailing this because I was listening to one of her episodes and I realized you just stole one of my thoughts and marked it as your own. But I do. You, you dressed it up. What did I do? You said that it, it was like, you're like, oh, I finally understand Felino. And you're like, he's the David Backus. And then we talked yeah. about like, that was like the week or the episode after I was like, oh, I understand Felino. He's like Mark Recchi. Like <laughs> and the next episode, you just moved it up a couple of years. You're like, wait, I, I cracked it. Like I, I literally was in my car. I'm like that dick. Like, like I remember same. you saying that because I remember listening back to that episode and being like, Man, I didn't have anything to say back to that. So, like, <laughs> you were speaking strictly to my subconscious. Like, my conscious brain was offline when you yeah. said that. So that seeped in there. Yeah, that's and my, then at some point, thought. it came I, back up, and I was like, "Wait, that's my." I had a really good idea. Like, <laughs> guys, I have an idea, but we're both right. It's Recky, and then Yager, and then Aginla, and Bacchus, and Rick Nash. Uh, I forgot uh, who would have. I don't. Been the... I don't. I don't know if I don't think Yager or Ginla fits in there. What the old man? Like I've been in the league An longer than you've been alive. Like... Yeah, but 
but but but Recky, Bacchus, and uh, Nash and Felino fall. They just feel perfectly like aligned with each other. I want to be Yager and Aginla were fucking like the best players in the world at a time. Do you do you remember the whole drama? Not drama, but the situation surrounding Yager and Aginla in 2013 with the Bruins. So it it what was like it? a whole it was a whole thing where it was like right at the trade deadline where people knew Aginla was going to get moved and it was Bruins or Pittsburgh and he ended up going with Pittsburgh and I don't know if he outright said it but it was like he thinks Pittsburgh is has a better chance of winning the cup like he thinks they're more of a contender this year okay so because we didn't get Aginla we ended up in getting Yager and I don't know if you recall, but in the twenty that year in the playoffs, the Bruins swept the Penguins in the Eastern Conference Final. Also, one mm-hmm. of my favorite Bruins stats right now: the Bruins are in their last nine appearances in the Eastern Conference Final. They're nine and zero. Wow, it's been a very long time since the Bruins lost an Eastern Conference game. That's strange. Final, final. Um, but yeah, it, it, but then so not only did he went to the wrong team and then lost to the team he could have went to the next year, he was like, just kidding, I want to go to you. And then in 2014, he went to the Bruins. Do you know he still lives in Boston? Aginla? Jerome Aginla. That makes me really happy. I want to run into Jerome Aginla. He would be so easy to recognize. Is that with that with that, that head? head? You kidding me? It looks like he has a helmet <laughs> under his skin. Like, and the only reason I know that, bro, is because he was on the news last year. Um, there there was like a snowstorm. Yes, yes. And they were interviewing people, and they were like, "Yeah, how's uh, you know, how's it get get getting around here?" And he's like, "Yeah, I know it's it, it's tough. I I tried to go out uh, earlier in the day, but uh, you know, got caught up. So." It's getting worse as it gets later, but you know, glad I have four wheel drive. And and the little caption is like Jerome from Alston. <laughs> Wait, like that's they had Jerome no idea. They had no idea. That's Jerome again. That's one of the better NHL players. <laughs> that's the best Calgary Flame of all time. Literally, yeah. Like... That's like Jerome Aginla is probably number two in the conversation. Whoa, whoa. Let me try that word again in the conversation of the best players to never win a Stanley cup. Oh yeah. Who's one Paul Korea. Don't even, don't even fight me on it. It's Paul Korea. I don't think I knew that. It's definitely Paul Korea. I was talking about him at work like pretty extensively because we talked about him and Monty play together. Yeah. We didn't talk about that on the show. No? Oh, they put no. up numbers. Oh my god. They each had like a hundred points like in a season. And the, the year that they won the national championship, the the year that uh that Paul Korea won the Hobie Baker, like number two on the team in points, Jim Montgomery. That's great. It's so weird to me to learn that all of these coaches used to be very good players. Like Barry Peterson used to be like a mm-hmm. killer NHL player. Like, or like, was it him who had like the previous Iron Man record? Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, I that I'm showing my lack of, I don't know, hockey know how no. prior to 2012. But <laughs> I mean, even Brindamore being like respected as a coach and thinking like there are Rod kids LeBron. growing up thinking of like Rod as a coach, or like, even like Don Sweeney. 
Like Sweeney played yeah. so many fucking games for the Bruins. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I I remember when Sweeney became GM or whatever, and like thinking like that Don Sweeney? <laughs> like that guy? The player? Yeah. yeah. I so the actor? <laughs> the actor? Uh, so I I was watching uh Maine and BU earlier tonight. And uh, I got on a Paul Korea kick. I was not not to talk out of school here, Rob. Let's go. Let's I was, hit, me, hit me with it. I was on a date, and I was like, Ooh. and I was like, oh, this is like me and my dad's teams versus each other. And she was like, why are you a Maine fan? And I was like, strap in because you just signed up for a twenty minute. Model. <laughs> Let's crack your knuckles. <laughs> like, like, why am I a Maine fan? So the 1992-1993 season. <laughs> and I in the, in the summer off. of 1725. <laughs> and I went off about Paul Correa, bro. I would love to have a Paul Correa episode at some point in this in in this show's run. But Paul Correa at 25 years old lost a major part of his mental capacity. Why? What happened? He got hit in the head. Oh I no. I hope he scored this. after. He did. He doesn't remember it. Yeah, he doesn't remember that game, which is really interesting. <laughs> and so, remi- reminder here, Rob. Yes, that happens when he's twenty-five. Ugh. Right, and then from there on, he never played another game with the Ducks. He just went on to like he played a couple years for the Avs, a couple years for the Preds, a couple years for the Blues. Retired early, right? And he still ended his career exactly a point per game. 989 games, 989 points. That's pretty wild. So, like, I don't even know his numbers in time with just the Ducks, which is, like, obviously his prime years. But he, uh, I think far and beyond people, people say he uh, probably the best player to ever not when it comes. lace him up without playing. So I'm looking at it now. Um 606 games, 669 points. With the Ducks. Oh, I think I meant total. I'm like, oh, so you were just wrong before. (laughs) No, no, that's just with the Ducks. You were so confident. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I'll never forget 989 and 989. But I, I, 606 games, 669 points. To kind of walk it a little bit back towards the Bruins. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bird show. No, it's fine. Like, we can, we can go on tangents. Um, there's like, a lot of guys on the team that I just desperately don't want to be in that category. Pasternak should get a cup. Yeah. Uh, Brad and Bergeron need another cup. Yeah. McAvoy. I want McAvoy to get the cup. I mean, we all want all of them to get the cup. Mm-hmm. Just like close your eyes or not, because it doesn't matter. And picture David Pasternak lifting the Stanley Cup. Wow. <laughs> like that fucking toothy grin. Why did that get me? Wow. Wow. Why did that get like me? Picture it. Feeling? Look, think about it. You can see it, right? I mean, Bergeron retiring with one cup feels so it's fucking not right. wrong. Not right? right. Are do you think he's more likely to retire if they do win the cup? I guess I do. I think he goes out on high. I think if they win I the cup, it, I think I think it is like a 95% Rob. chance he retires. Rob. I need you to hear me when I say this. Oh, no. 
This is really important. We got to stop ending episodes with me talking about Bergeron retiring. Are you sitting down right now? I can. Yes, now I am. This is Bergeron's final season. We got. I don't, dude. I all right. I no no comments no, about no. us ending episodes very depressing. And the last time that happened is when we talked about Bergeron not winning a cup. Or Bergeron retiring again or leaving or be like, oh, in X many months, Bergeron won't be on the team anymore. We were like, why would you do that? Why would you end the episode like that? Then let's talk for another hour. <laughs> I can talk for another hour. It does not matter if they win. I, I'm not anymore. sold. I don't think it's that. Oh, I don't think he's made up his mind. I really don't. I really don't like not even like, no, he can't go. Like, I genuinely do not think that he knows right now what he wants to do. Rob, I feel for you. Hey, do you remember when I said that David Krejci was going to come back to the Boston Bruins and then you spent a very long time telling me to not get my hopes up and then just telling me I was wrong and it wasn't going to happen and then it happened? The whole... This is the same thing. It's the same thing, Joe. Rob, what we've been saying all year. This is yes. the last dance. Let's enjoy the last dance. I don't I don't want to talk and about that. And we can't in the middle of the last dance look at your girl and say maybe this isn't the last dance. Joe, that is exactly what I did. <laughs> you know exactly better than what you're you know doing. better than anybody. That is exactly what I did in that situation. <laughs> like you're looking at this girl and you're saying maybe this isn't the last dance. We knew it was it the is, end and bro, I said it is. is it though? Is it like was <laughs> it really? Yes. Enjoy it. Shut up. Fuck you. Again, I'm getting annoyed by the amount of people being, it doesn't matter if they don't win the cup. Talking about the Bruins' success this season. Listen, I'm also getting annoyed by people who say that Tuka Rask isn't good. I'm also getting annoyed. Bruins fans are annoying, man. We're an annoying bunch. Yeah, I mean, I think any half fan is going to be annoying. That's probably, yeah. Yeah. Someone who's like, if, who follows loosely all four mm-hmm. of the teams. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of gaps in your knowledge for all four of those teams. And I also think when you're like a quarter in an eighth in, you have some like um, reservations about maybe saying too much. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh, I, I like the team, but I don't, I don't know all too much, you know? And like those people are like, I think those people are all like respectable. And I think there's always like a, Hey, come on in. Like the water's warm. Welcome in. You know, people that are like, I watch a little bit, but I really don't know too much. It's, it's the half in people that are always like, no, what they need to do is get a shutdown defenseman. And they need to get Bergeron on a 10 year contract. It's those people that you want to be like, shut the fuck up. What's well, the moron. the Dunning Kruger of Kruger Kruger effect? You're familiar I, with this? Nope. I didn't Honestly, know what a litmus test was. You don't know shit, dude. Uh, Google it right now. I've Google never it. seen. It, the it'll brick. be much easier for you to see this graph than for me to explain it. D U N N I N G dash K R U G E R. It's basically saying that the more you know about something, there's like a variation of how confident you are in your knowledge where when you, when you know nothing, you know, nothing. And that's that when you learn 
a little bit, you get really confident and you think, you know, what you're talking about your confidence is really high. And then you learn a bit more and then you start to learn how much you don't know. And then your confidence drops. And then only then the more, you know, it starts to gradually increase again. So you're talking about people who are like, if you don't really know, you don't really know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't want to speak to it. I don't know it that well early in the graph half yeah. in are the people right in the beginning where they know just enough where they can talk about it, but they also don't know enough to be correct, but they have the confidence of someone who does know everything. Mm hmm. I mean, that's just so many people. They like you get like a very it's basically like the anti-vax shit to me, honestly. It's like the I did my own online research. I've read a few articles. I think I have an understanding about this and I feel really confident about it. It's like, no, like you have no fucking idea how much you don't know. Like and it's they it kind of that's how Bruins fans feel to me sometimes. They like people just say shit, and I'm like you, you never want to be that guy who's like, you're wrong. I know better than you. Unless they're talking about Tuka Rask, because that's different. Right. But all, some of the shit people say, I'm like, you don't under... I can't even begin to explain to you how off base you are right now. And I wish I had an example, because this is just hemming and hawing, but... No, no, I, I get it, though. I get it. And I think anybody who spends like a single second a week on Bruins Twitter will totally understand what you're saying, too. Yeah. Because it is, it is kind of just a, a a blanket thing. There is no hard uh, um, example. It's even worth citing, even if you had one. It'd be like, don't even give that person the time of day. Yeah, I don't know. Just like I, again, I'm, I'm kind of struggling to come up with even like an imaginary one. I don't know. Just, just like kind of maybe one is like people are like, well, like why is Frederick still on the team? Like they got they got to get him off the team. Be like, are you watching? Like, do you have any idea what you like? That's not even close to being correct. That one I have seen. I have some people yeah. being like, why are you, why are you playing Frederick still? I'm like, have you not watched in three years? Like, it's literally playing the best hockey of his career right now. Like, I don't know. Like, I it's this is a lot of people. I can't generalize too much, but I just I've heard some pretty wild opinions from Bruins fans before. <sighs> What's the way she blows, brother? Let's get the fuck off this show, huh? Yeah, this is a good one. All right. Well, thank They're you playing... guys so much for tuning in. Thanks, guys. They're playing the Sharks Sunday. That should be a win. <laughs> like, I... mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to get yelled at again on Twitter for that. Uh, I just do. I'm sorry. I just do. The Bruins have a really crazy stretch coming up. Did you see that tweet? Uh, yours? Yeah. Yeah. Toughest stretch of the year. Not even close. Absolutely the toughest stretch of the year. Within it is the all-star break, which you can either say negates it or adds to it. I think it kind of adds to it because when you have the momentum Boston has right now to go 10 days between games, that could not be a problem, but like that's not going to help them that much. Yeah. Or maybe they just want to rest. They're going to come back and still be great. Who knows? But yeah, the Lightning, Panthers, Canes, Leafs, Capitals, Dallas. Those are good teams. That's like that ranges from good to like some of the best in the league. Yeah. Do you think they do it? Do you think they're the four, the first, uh, the the quickest team to forty wins? Yeah, not even a fucking. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Because they're I again I I feel very good about them beating the Sharks. Um, is there a game? I don't know if there's a game between. No, not that. I I'm not sure if there's a game between the Sharks and the game of the twenty six against the Lightning. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, how do we forget? They're playing the Sharks tomorrow, and then they play the Habs. Our first Whoa, Habs game at, at, Cent- at Centrebelle. I guess I'm going to pretend to care about that like it matters. Honestly, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. They're at the bottom of the Atlantic. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, those are going to be probably two wins, so that'll get you up to 38. And then they need to get two wins between the, the Lightning, Panthers, Canes, Leafs, or Capitals. Those are hard. Those are four to five very hard to beat teams. Dallas is really good right now. Dallas is a very good hockey team right now. Um, Panthers are heating up again. Canes are the Canes. Leafs are the Leafs. Those are not. Those are like two games where I'm like, that's going to get me back in a little bit. Like those are very losable games. Sure. At sure. Scotia Bank in Carolina. Yeah. No you doubt, seem, no doubt. You, you seem so no, tired. You seem so tired. There's no, <laughs> there's no gimmies there. There's no gimmies no. there. We'll be all right. Did you say I look tired? You just look like you got no energy right now. Oh my god! I just looked at myself. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I I had been looking in the mirror. That's I have I have drugs I to fine. go do. Let's let's wrap this up. All right. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. Oh, as always, um, guys. If you Jake. like the show, follow us on Twitter. If you really like the show, tell your friends about us. If you hate the show, don't keep that to your keep us. it to yourself. Tell that to the mirror. Anyway, thanks for hanging out. And as always, Rob, bear with me. Patrice Bergeron is coming back next year, maybe.